hello everyone and uh thank you for tuning in if you've managed to to choke down our first couple of episodes that's awesome um i do have a small admittance and apology to make because i seem to have lost the recording for the last session the second half of the last session so uh sorry still really new to all this and all of the appropriate intricacies that come along with it i'm gonna try to let it not happen again so given as it was also over the holidays which means our the last time we played was like three weeks ago i'm gonna go ahead and we're just gonna do a quick recap of the stuff that got lost and then touch base with our players real quick and see if I missed anything, because I probably will, followed by picking up from sort of where we left off. And hopefully we'll just blame everything on the holidays and get right back into it. Yay? Sounds good, guys? Yes. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Sounds good. Awesome. When last we played, the crew was looking for a bike that had gone missing and they had found some leads. They had found out about a guy who was kind of the lieutenant for the area where the accident was reported. He was an ancient ganger by the name of Valentine. And in the Lost episode, they kind of found him by accident. The team decided to go over to the dock wagon facility where Catherine was being held to see if they could get some information out of her. Mary Sue dressed in a very nice doctor's smock and kind of made herself at home. Upon finding the girl's room, she found two ancient gangers inside. It was there that they discovered a couple of things. The first was that Valentine was kind of in the Mary Sue, and they had some nice conversation. She made mention of having to go see some other patients. He bought her a soy calf, and over a little bit of time found out, did he, Mary Sue, find out that you weren't really a doctor when you guys went to have that soy calf for far too long than seeing your other patients? No, he did not find out. I, I kept that ruse up. Very good. But you did give him your number, right? Of course, I gave him my number. The other super important thing that they found out was Catherine was living a little bit of a double life. She was actually kind of with Johnny, and the accident was part of an initiation into actually joining the ancients. She was laying there in the bed in a in a bit of a coma with some medical equipment doing stuff. I'm sorry, I although I may work in a hospital, I know nothing about medical things. So all this information she got out of the two gangers. Uh, am I missing anything else from that situation besides uh out this is like wild child almost gagger life she goes by comet anything else guys no, sounds I, about I right yeah right. sounds good to me great I'm glad that if it is something else was important we have all forgotten it equally so I am not to blame through a little bit of teamwork with with Valerie on the Matrix and Annika and Richard doing some actual boots on the ground activity. They found out about a place called the Poor House. It was more or less an ancient's clubhouse bar, ancient's territory. They they kind of hung out there in that little block radius where they ran the place. Doing a little bit of digging around by some fly spies, Richard comes across a garage. Uh, I guess that's not really the word. Like a mechanic shop. Where, yeah, it was a shop. It was, yeah. Where he looks around inside, and then in the back, he finds this triple hot pink motorcycle. That is tied down with some ratchet straps. I think that was more or less it. Take it from the silence there that you guys can't remember anything else that I may have missed. The bike didn't look too good condition-wise, but I mean, it looked like it was there to actually be worked on. Yeah, it didn't look like it was, you know, going to be chopped up into parts or like sold off or anything. It was just standing up there in the corner. 
But yeah, no, if uh if that was about it, we can kinda come in on the team. I believe it was late in the afternoon. Were you guys all coming together or you still a little bit separated? I think we should come back to the apartment or whatever. I was pretty sure that Mary Sue, Boz, and RC were actually headed back to where we were. Yes. Yeah, because yes. they were all at the hospital. So we start off with new content tonight with Richard, the borrowed van, Annika, and Mary Sue pulling back outside the little safe house that you guys have for a couple more hours on Scrapper's name. Okay, well, hey, good news, guy. We you know we found the bike. You know, what, what did you guys find out at the hospital? So, um,. I guess she was um, in the gang or trying to be in the gang or anyway, she was doing whatever gangers do. And she goes by the name Comet. And I guess she just it was just a, a regular accident. I guess that explains why they got their hands on the bike. This doesn't surprise me. No. I should have seen this coming. She's an elf. They're elf gangers. Birds of a feather. Should have all clicked. Um, you want to watch how far you go down that line of thinking? Do I, do I want to, like, physically watch it? I'm an elf. Don't... You, you make it sound... Don't, don't take... Don't... I mean... Bad. I mean... Don't take it personal. We're, like, free. It's not... This, it, there's... Look. Look. We're cool. Okay? Is she the elf friend so that you can say these kind of things? In Richard's head, she's, like, a good one. Right? So it's not the same. <laughs> Boss just rolls her eyes and shakes her head. Honestly, didn't Open say this. Honestly, didn't up. say this. This is just an internal monologue. That you may be able to deduce. I don't know. You definitely but, said said some things, though. Please proceed. Mercy, I don't. I don't mean you. Okay, I met that person. You know, nut job down the highway or street or whatever. And I don't. I don't understand everything. I, I'll say this: not super surprised, right? That, that's what's up. Whatever. The important thing is we've got to figure out if this means that Scrapper still wants that bike. Yeah, I was saying it was. It's yeah. This, this is a lot more complicated. As I'm sure that Scrapper doesn't want us to show up with the bike and say, hey, by the way, you have a gang war now. Deuces. It might be more complicated. It might be a lot simpler. I don't like, we, they wanted to get the bike back for the girl, right? Well, it's starting to sound like it's not really an issue. They just didn't know where the bike was. Maybe if we tell them, it won't be a problem anymore. He's right around the corner. Why not just go to his house? I thought Scrapper was in like a whole other section of the city. He is. It's just Michael's... Uh, Mike, your memory ever since you left the facility has been slipping. It's the stress, man. It would be pretty trivial to just call him, right? I mean, we have his number. Why don't we just ask him? And if he still wants us to get the bike, it's not an issue. We'll do that. What? You just want to call him? and tell? Yeah. I think we uh, should go to him in person. and I, don't th- I think we should go see him and, and, and be prof- you know, just some kind of professionals. Professional what? He wants. I don't know, but he was nice enough to get us a place to stay. I just think we owe it to him to to just go and tell him face to face, not just you know a phone call. Who? Who's Scrapper? Oh, the troll oh. Um, well, you Valerie was Valerie was unconscious during that conversation. Unfortunately. He was the one who gave us the job to get this bike back. It's all you need to know for the moment, I guess. Unless you really want to know more. So, if he gave us the job, we should probably... I'm with Mary Sue on this one. We should probably go talk to him. I mean, I know if I just called my boss after finding out some bad info, it would be uh, 
Yeah, no, we're not even going to go down that road. That is literally what I've seen you do. We can waste our time trying to get all the way across the city to talk to this guy. Or we could call him and just get a yes or no answer from him. Right? I, if he wants us to come by and give him the full details, then fine. But I don't know. I, it doesn't seem like that big of an issue to me. But, hey, I'm up for it if you guys want to do that. Sure. I, I don't care. Let's just tell this guy. Phone call. Personal visit with a card. Uh, we can send him like a candy gram. If you guys call him and he actually wants us to get it, aren't we going to be closer to it here than if we were back where he is? Right. That's sort of what I was thinking. It's just going to be a big waste of time if we go all the way over there and then have to come back. So what's the deal, yo? All right, boss. I'll, do you want me to call him? Tell him what we know and then see if he would like us to come down and... Why don't you call him and ask him, you tell him that you have some information and ask if he wants to hear it in person. Okay. Good point. I mean, we do have to return the van he loaned us as well, right? At some point, I hope. Call him up. Let's just, you know. Uh, so Mirasu will just kind of step away and, uh, I guess, make the call. All right. He will pick up with a sunset scrapyard. Uh, so, Scrapper, this is um, Mary Sue. Uh, we we spoke the other other night. You gave us a job of, to find that that bike. Mm-hmm. Well, good news. We've located it. Um, and uh, you know, uh, do you want us to just tell you the details? Over the phone? Do you need us to come down? I'm not quite sure how this works. Do you have it? Well, no, but we know where it is. Okay. Why don't you give me the short version over the phone? Okay. So, apparently, um, this young girl, Catherine, apparently she was um, getting in pretty good with the ancients. I guess she was going to be a ganger. I don't know. And it, it looks like um, while riding with some members of the ancients, uh, she just got into an accident, and the the bike is with them in their, what do you call it? Looking at everybody. What is it again? Machine shop. Machine shop. That complicates things. Yes, and, and we also found out found out more about poor Catherine, but Catherine um, is, is in a coma, and I don't know if she's going to be using that bike anytime soon, if ever again. And this was the short version? Yes. Come by tonight, eight o'clock. Okay. Um, just one more quick question. That van that you loaned us—that is that an indefinite loaner? We'll discuss that tonight. Okay. That great. Eight o'clock. Um. Um. Yeah. So we'll see you then. Maybe we'll have chili. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see you tonight. Thank you, Scrapper. I feel like you nailed it. You nailed it, Mary Sue. I love Mary Sue. She's bro fist. Pound it. Pound the fist. Only me hanging. You pound the fist. She walked away from you, so you're like holding your fist out from like no! twenty feet no, away. Really bro fisted back. I don't know. No. It's like one of those games. Did. Like, did you push X? Did you push X in time? Yes. <laughs> you accidentally pushed circle. So, so for the record, I was bro fisted back. You were enthusiastically. Do you guys have anything you want to do before this evening? No. Um, boss is going to try to force Mary Sue to eat something, but well, let's not get too hazy. <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing in this place, right, where we're at, so. There was nothing a rat. you want, probably. Depends on what you eat. 
But no, before we go to Scrappers, Mary Sue will try to make sure she looks very nice, that her new outfit looks good, her hair looks good, everything looks good. Trying to impress. Boss spends the afternoon sitting on, on the couch, like, basically cleaning all of her guts and not talking to anybody, probably. Yeah, we're going to chill out. RC will spend some time with uh, Ricky and Bobby and, you know, fixing them up and, uh, you know, maybe maybe rearrange some things in the van. Sure. Anybody else have anything of interest? In case, the minute that RC leaves the room to go down to the van, Mike is going to follow him. Oh. Uh-oh. What does Michael want? To get out of the room and see what else is going on. Is RC trying to figure out why he's in that permanent shadow? Like <laughs> no, and no, no, no other spells or nothing involved. Mike's just walking, looking around. What you doing? So why are you doing that? What is that going to do for oh, you? Oh, God. You have encountered a board troll. I'm going to go in the van, and I want to try to attempt to fix Ricky and Bobby, and you're going to ask me questions about why I'm, I'm doing specific procedures. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Just like back in the lab when you were setting up the thing, and Michael was, was hanging around. I yeah. don't have a lab anymore. The right. drones are like robotic animals. Ah. That's the highest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Okay, uh, I will. I will happily explain to uh, to Mike everything he wants to know about drones, those particular drones, every aspect of everything. This is something that RC loves to talk about. It also makes him look really smart and like super competent. So I imagine it's way into his wheelhouse. We are simpatico, exactly. This this is something where he can show off. He can show how smart he is. He can, you know, hold court. You know, while facing something, yeah, this is absolutely what RC is all about. You know, his, his dream would be like to give a lecture while doing this. Nerd. So you guys have a little bonding time outside. Anybody else want to do anything before we fast forward? Val will probably log on to Proving Grounds if she can, just sure. to kind of see what's going on. I don't think there was any fancy events going on, but, you know, it's been a stressful day. It's probably good to unwind by shooting fools in the face. Indeed. And Mary Sue spends the time preening. Excellent. Later that night, you guys will load up in the van. The sun will thankfully go down, and you guys can head back over to the Sunset Scrapyard. That's where we uh, we find ourselves. You guys are outside in the van in what basically amounts to the parking lot. It's more of just a, a regular lot that people drop off cars and stuff in, as opposed to nice painted lines and arrows and that kind of thing. Nothing unusual going on at the scrapyard? Nope a little bit of light coming out from the inside and the uh, the requisite advertisements and arrows outside of it. Does Scrapper come out when he sees the van? Because I know the front's all windows and stuff. Nope. So Mary Sue's going to hop out of the van. Yeah, Boss definitely follows. I will. Is the sun actually down, so... Yeah. I will follow as well. Yep, I'll, I will tag along. Alright, so everybody's going in inside. Jelly. You guys will notice that well, those of you that know they are there, you do not see the hellhounds as you are coming inside. And are you just pushing open the door? Or are you knocking? Pushing just, open just, the door. Yeah, it's a shop, right? I'm yeah. looking for the hellhounds. Ah, you do not see them hanging around at the moment. But kind of pushing open the door, he will emerge from the back. He's just wearing like normal, casual mechanics clothes. You guys can see grease stains and that kind of stuff on them that have long since been there. And he will uh, motion to the table which has things that will function as chairs, but are not, not actually chairs, because he usually doesn't under entertain five other people. Especially when two of them are trolls. Would he be expecting four, not five? 
No, because he knew you were in the the back of the truck. He's yeah, because didn't one of the one he, of the hellhounds pulled the blanket back? One of the dogs started playing with it. Yeah, yeah he oh, totally yeah. asked if you needed body disposal. Yeah. <laughs> so so we pull up and there's these chairs made of like metal pipes and shafts and couplings. No, so there's like the the nice troll chair. There's a two folding chairs for like normal people. Then there's like a an upturned oil drum. And that kind of stuff, like, he went out into the... Actually, you know, it's a, it's a vehicle scrapyard. He probably grabbed, like, some chairs, uh, some seats out of cars and, like, plopped them in here. I really like this, uh, you know, grunge. What actually got going on? I think I saw it in the September issue of Southern Living. So Mary Sue's <laughs> going to walk up to Scrapper, ignoring R.C.'s comment, and uh, extend her hand. Good evening, Scrapper. Waiting he- for a handshake. He will pause for a moment before giving you the handshake, because he just kind of looks over everybody, and then we'll give you the, the two-finger to your hand. You gave me the short version. What's the long mm. version? As he looks around the room, and his eyes will linger for a longer than the rest of you time on Valerie. Um, well, uh, I will let um, R.C. And, and Boss explain exactly where they found the bike and the condition and, and all of that, because they were there for it. And they would probably be the best to tell you all of this in the detail you're looking for. Look, there's not a lot to tell. Simple story <laughs> is, we found the bike. We have the location. We have a picture evidence of where it is if you want to see it. The thing is, we don't think that you necessarily want to steal it back from these guys. Unless this has some monetary value that someone wants out of it, it seems like an awful lot of effort to go through, considering these are apparently friends of hers. So he'll take a moment as you're kind of going through this. He will go from crossing his arms to kind of like rubbing at his chin. And then he'll sit down and kind of motion for you guys to sit down. Boss takes a seat and sort of leans back. She's got the chair up on two legs and her foot up on the table. Man, what a bitch. (laughs) RC will sit with a maximum amount of man spreading. (laughs) It's a tiny little place and you're just like, yep, this is all mine. He's a small guy. It's fine. Michael should just sit beside him and, like, cancel out his man-spreading. Yeah, I was going to say, Mike pulls up the oil drum that was flipped upside down to sit on top of it, pushing R.C. out of the way so he can have some room. I, I just have a defeated look on my face, like, okay. What are you going to do about it? Val, Val's going to claim one of the repurposed car seats. Yeah, Mary Sue stands. She doesn't. Oh. So hold pause for a moment after everybody situates themselves and kind of looks over you. I'm going to need you to tell me everything that's happened in the past few days that brought you to my doorstep. And we don't actually need to roleplay all that out, but is there anything that you guys do want to actively not tell him or specifically tell him or something along those lines? So just to be clear, he's asking like events that let, like got us to talk to him in the first place. He wants to know... Not just about the bike situation, but why... Why did we wind up on his doorstep? Right. Why and how? Boss will give him kind of like a side eye at the question. And I think she she says, you didn't seem all that interested last time. In fact, you kind of pointedly avoided asking. So, why the sudden curiosity, big guy? He'll lean back because he wasn't actually expecting that. At this point, Val is just very suddenly interested in her deck. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you want to know everything that's happened mm-hmm. the past several days to bring us here? And he'll nod. Have you ever heard of an elf 
named Howard. <laughs> no, 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 no. RC just. Oh, RC, no. Look, he ruined <laughs> all of our collective lives. RC. Boss, don't like, forget about Bo- Daniel. Don't forget about Daniel. Boss, like, hits her, her hand on the on the table and, like, some things ra- that are sitting on it kind of rattle. And she says, she just, like, glares at RC for a second and looks back at, at uh, Scrapper and says, So what changed? He'll hold up a hand for a moment to kind of, like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. What changed was you. I asked four and a half nobodies to do something. And within less than 24 hours, you have results. And I'm curious as to why four and a half nobodies were able to get these results this quickly. Four and a half? You were mostly unconscious, my dear. Ah. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to step outside while you decide how much you're going to tell me. And you will tell me. And he'll get up and head outside if nobody goes to stop him. <laughs> I'm not going to stand in his way. Does he seem angry, or do I need to do a judge intentions? You could do a judge intentions. He does not seem angry or displeased just from like a, a surface level. But if you get a bunch of hits, you can totally uh, read more into the situation. And I will be happy to give you more information. As he is standing to get up and leave, Mike is going to stand up and walk next to him. Hey, so where's fire and brimstone? And follow him <laughs> outside. <laughs> boss, boss watches and like just sort of shakes her head in surprise. Out in the yard. About feeding time for them. So you can come with if you have nothing to add to their conversation. And he'll look back over his shoulder at you guys. Yeah, I'll follow him. Sure. The two trolls will go outside, and suddenly there is significantly more room in here. So Mary Sue, with three hits on your judge intentions, he seems genuinely curious as to what happened. He doesn't seem angry or displeased in any way. Is there anything else you want to know about his demeanor and how you're judging him? I mean, like, is he trying to get info so he can turn us in? I mean, what kind of, I don't know if I can get that from a judge intention, but do I get any kind of creepy vibe? Based off your previous interactions where he didn't care, it seems like he might be genuinely interested in finding out how this happened because he didn't have any idea of what was going on with this bike and the rider. And then you come back to him a couple of hours later and give him this information. And he never thought to like ask his friend who did the, who did the work to, to check with the ancients, to check with these other crime things, to check with any of the rest of the stuff, that kind of thing. What he intends to do with this information, you haven't really known him all that well, and he hasn't really, the way he said that you're going to, basically inferring you're going to tell me something, could have been a little threatening, it could have been a little, like, actually inquisitive, or he could have just been trying to assert his dominance over the conversation again. Okay. So it's just, um, Boss, RC, Val, and I. Yes. In this room, so I'm going to look at the others. I don't think we should go into the whole thing and tell him all the, everything that happened at the company. I think it would be best to to keep that under wraps and tell him as little as possible. Boss nods like emphatically. She says, look, I like Scrapper. At the end of the day, though, he's a criminal and everything that we would tell him would be leverage against us. He'd have us over a barrel if he knew what we'd done. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's probably good. I probably shouldn't have talked. I, I just wasn't thinking. No, no, no. 
always encouraged to talk RC. It's just, I just don't want to tell people all the things we did. Not that a lot of them were all that illegal. I'm pretty sure a lot of them could be explained away. I just, I just hate Howard so much. I mean, he's just, he's just the worst kind of person. <laughs> I, I feel you, yeah, RC. But look, we need, we need to tell him something because this is guy is our only lifeline. So we need to figure out what it is we're going to do to keep him on our side, even if it's temporary. Okay. Do you guys, do you guys trust me to handle this one? Boss sort of like looks at Mary Sue and kind of squints a little like she's not sure what she's going to say. And then finally, after a moment, she says, yeah, I guess. Give it a shot. You're good at this sort of thing. And Mary Sue will look at RC and... and yeah, Daphne. yeah, I, I trust you. I mean, by now you should know that, but okay. Um, Yeah, just so long as we don't mention the hole and she'll gesture to her fangs and, you know, go back to having her mouth shut. I would never, ever tell anybody about that, ever. Okay, so um, I'll 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 go out there and I'll I'll tell Scrapper. So he's not uh, he's not right outside. While you guys were in there having this conversation, Scrapper and Michael have walked off a little bit into the yard itself and over to a little. It's actually a little bit like a refrigerator, where he's going to open it up and he's going to turn to Michael. So what did you do at uh, Paradynamics? Oh well, I was I, I was in charge of their lab and researching all the uh, paranormal critters that were coming into the lab and whatnot and doing all of their dissections and things to that nature. But then, I mean, things got really weird when we got something funny in. I couldn't even explain what it was. He'll talk to you a little bit about weird stuff. He'll show you how to feed the dogs. You know, he'll whistle for them. I'm not going to do that because I don't want to blow anybody's eardrums out, and I can't do it anyway. But yeah, no. Okay, if- yeah, and I'll definitely be clearly fascinated by the dogs and feeding them and he'll be absent-mindedly over small talks about with, with him as to what had happened at paradynamic and he will be asking questions about like what's the weirdest thing you've ever worked on how long have you been there how long have you known these guys if you're you know worked with them going back to the oh well we were pulled together for some sort of team building exercise where we had to go and get basilisk and some other things and thank you michael I love this. I love that we're like in there talking like, okay, we have to keep everything quiet. And they, meanwhile, we said Michael out there. It was no idea. Michael walked out there by himself because he wanted to play with the puppies. <laughs> and he's basically just getting all the information out of Michael. It's perfect. It's so adorable. <laughs> so after about uh, 10, 15 minutes of the two trolls being out of the room, you will hear the heavy crunch of footsteps as they begin to, to approach the building. Michael, the conversation will turn back to the various things about what the hellhounds like to eat, that kind of stuff. Very, very casual people who love to talk about dogs, talking about dogs. Awesome. He will enter the room, presumably followed by you, come around to his chair, sit down, steeple his fingers on the table, and just sit there. Is there something I can grab that would be somewhat of a um, seat? Yeah. That would put me at close to eye level with him. You could totally, like, come around where you do that thing where you, like, half put your butt on the table, but you're not, like, sitting on it, but you're not quite standing. You just kind of got, like, that lean. Okay. And that's what she's going to do because Mary Sue is going to make sure she's eye to eye with him when she talks to him. Okay. 
because she learned that in college. When, when you deal with people and you negotiate and things like that, you, you want to be even, equal. So, Scrapper, you want to know what brought us here, right? He'll nod. So, um, well, um, I guess what brought us here was uh, we just all, you know, we all just lost our positions at the company, the, the corporation we were all working at. And Do you give him the name? No. Okay. She says the corporation. And we had, you know, we, we had that accident with, with poor Val here. You know, you remember, half <laughs> unconscious. Um, and so that's why we're here. I guess, you know, we, we were just in a, a bit of a rough spot. And so luckily we ran into you and you were able to help us out. He'll scan around the room and then settle his eyes on Valerie. What happened in your accident? Mary Sue is going to like get right into his line of sight and go, no, she just had a, it was a terrible, um, Accident, decking, hacking, computer IT, accident, wow. slip fell, hit her head, hit her Bio head. Biofeedback. Biofeedback. Thank you. And yeah, but she's better now. It's all good. The entire time Val's just like keeping her head down and like kind of has like a hand sort of like pseudo in front of her face anytime she opens her mouth to talk. So completely conspicuous. Got it. Oh, totally conspicuous. <laughs> but she thinks she's being clever. <laughs> He'll look over to Richard. Tell me about this elf named Howard. Okay. Oh, oh I hope you're strapped in. Are you strapped in? You ready for this? Mary Sue's cringing. Visibly cringing. So, elf, Howard, comes into my shop. Okay, I'm a mechanic. I can fix anything. Okay, I think you've seen. So what I can do? He'll give you a slow nod as he looks like you'll you'll catch his eyes flick to Mary Sue as she cringes and then come back to you in your conversation. Okay, so this guy shows up, never heard of him. Don't need him slowing me down. You know, I just don't like him. I just do not like the cut of his jib. We just don't get along, okay? It's like all in water. And he was some, like, plant, spy, con artist, asshole person. And I don't understand everything that happened, but he was the center of it. And, you know, and it just, it just all went to hell and we had to get out of there. And like, they blamed us. It was like all this criminal shit was happening and they blamed it on us. Boss is like rubbing her face. Just, just rubbing her face. He's, 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 he's not wrong. They altered our uh, employee files and made some suspicious things appear. Yes. Like I said, we lost our jobs. He'll turn to Valerie. <laughs> Suspicious things like, like what? Altered them how? I don't think we need to get into details, do we, Valerie? It's all, it's all a lot of smoke and mirrors anyway, right? Maybe. Sounds like something might need to be done in the foundation of your host. Valerie just kind of very startled, like, looks up at him and just like, you, you got into Paradigm's foundation how he will start discussing some matrix things with you like very baseline stuff to see if he can pull you into a conversation and val as much as i hate to say it just goes right into it and like completely forgets to like cover her mouth and like you know is just like well no because they did this to these files and this portion over up uh, beyond this partition and just like as this is happening boss shoots mary sue like a look like she's got to stop this 
So again, interrupting that line of sight, getting right in his face. Valerie, how do you feel about Mary Sue just blocking you? Ooh. I know, I know. She's frustrated. She's mad. Does she understand why she did it? No. No? Because <laughs> okay. she's Captain Oblivious right now. She's More opportune question would be, does she care? She will, like, when Mary Sue steps into the line of sight, she'll just, Mary Sue, just let me talk to him. Valerie, the whole, look, we're not trying to tell him our whole story here, all right? Valerie <sighs> turns to Boz and actually growls at her. Boss growls right back at this point. <laughs> and she she stands up and she looks at Scrapper and says, Look, Scrapper, no disrespect, but we don't know you that well, and you're asking a lot of questions. It's making us a little uncomfortable, as you might understand. I don't think you'd appreciate it if I walked in here and started asking questions about your business. So, what's the story, bud? Oh my god, tell me you do air quotes when you say business. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Definitely, Eric, but... So, Valerie, you will notice that Scrapper's glowy coloration stuff will change from, like, an orange, an orange-red-ish, to, like, a yellow-green-ish, kind of like, you know, you mix the two paints together and you, you mush them around. Have I seen this color before? Uh, no. No, you have not seen this, this kind of thing before. Val will tilt her head, looking at Scrapper, and kind of, like prod at Michael and kind of be like, what's that mean? What's what's what mean? She'll like lower her voice. His his the 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 color thing just just changed. What'd it change to? It's like a yellow green. I don't know, it kind of looks like vomit. It was orange green, wasn't it? It was orange before it changed to a it did change to a green, you said? Yeah, like like a yellow green. So means usually it's like a, a a respect thing, pretty much, almost like a. You know how when somebody does something you really don't expect them to do, but it's a good thing. That's kind of what you're looking at there. Okay. So that went on for a little while, so I'm going to imagine that everybody else is hearing this conversation, at least on your guys' side, which would then probably draw his attention, because everybody starts paying attention to that conversation a little bit, unless somebody else has a better idea with that. Mike is making no attempt to lower his voice with that. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Val is like, hand over the mouth, stage whispering to Michael, and just like, Michael! So, Scrapple will hold up a hand. Oblivious. This has gone from interesting to very entertaining. So, here's what we're going to do. Y'all in deep. Y'all in a pretty sizable amount of trouble. Especially, and he'll look past you guys to, to Valerie, your new vampire friend. Val will kind of take a step back. Like, realizing she hasn't, like, been covering her teeth and whatnot. She'll, like, take a step back and take, like, a step behind Michael. Now, you told me some of it, and I'm going to be up front with you. I knew some of it before you came in. I knew you worked for Paradynamics, and he was going to lift a meaty finger over towards Michael, where you guys will do that movie turn, and you will all see that he's wearing a, a Paradynamics doctor's lab coat, and he'll turn back it to the rest of you. And I happen to know some people in various places. That does not diminish what you guys managed to do. 
So that's why we're continuing to have this conversation instead of business being concluded. You're in a heap of trouble. I believe in the next day or two, if not sooner, the Knights will be looking for you, if they haven't already tried. There was the, well, let me give you another chance to tell me what you think I need to hear, and maybe I can introduce you to someone that can solve these problems for you. And he'll lean back and cross his arms. From behind Michael, you just hear a very, very small voice say, uh, you, you should probably just tell him everything, Mary Sue. I think we've all learned today that you shouldn't judge someone by their appearance or their accent. Boss looks at Scrapper and, after a moment, sits back down. is <clears throat> just shocked, like, eyes wide, like, we... we he, he, he silently concurs about uh, us being in a heap of trouble. So, Mary Sue um, is no longer leaning on the table. She is standing, looking at Scrapper. You seem to know enough. You've already figured out that we're in trouble and that we need someone to clean it up, I guess. And I think that's all you need to know. So if you have somebody that can help us fix this, great. But if not, I'm not going to stand here while you bully us and try to make us tell you everything about ourselves because I don't owe you anything. Boss raises her eyebrows and looks kind of impressed at Mary Z. And I will roll intimidate if you want. Is bully offensive? Because of of the horns? Mike, is that offensive? Uh, no. Not to me. Okay, well, just I'm not a bull or a minotaur. Excellent. You may go ahead and roll intimidate, keeping in mind the conversation that just happened before behind you. So it was more of trying to be... In- Wait! No, hold on. You're, you're good. You are free to continue edging. I was asking for clarification, because as you were making your plea, it sounded more desperation. Was your intention for it with going with the intimidation to... No, it was not desperate. It was, I don't, he's trying to bully us into telling him everything. So it was. And we don't owe him anything. He doesn't get to know everything. And I don't want him bullying me. That's fine. It sounded like a tad desperate. So I wanted to make sure I knew how to frame. She is facing down a troll. All right. Let's, let's have that point of edge there so that you can get some more, more hits. So with five hits on your, your intimidate the troll, he's going to look to you. Let's look back at your friends, and he's going to point at the chair for you to sit down. Does she sit, or she continue to stand? She'll sit, but it's, she's very slow to sit. He'll take a moment to compose himself and kind of clear his, his throat. Your friend Howard is a shadow runner, and he looks around the room for recognition on that term. Boss looks at R.C., mm-hmm. and sort of like... Nothing. Like that terrible Trid series? Of course he was. <laughs> Wait, I can roll current events if I can hear any stories, but otherwise I wouldn't. Sure. Nope, nope, it's not fashion or clothing. Who cares? It doesn't mean anything. Perfectly timed, zero successes. He'll look to, to Richard, who's all, of course, and Valerie, who's, like, on the terrible Trid show. No, not, not quite like you see on the Trids. He is a person who performs criminal acts for people who are willing to meet his price. I don't know the details of what he did, but what I do know is that Evo is bringing a lawsuit. And this is the kind of suit that there's really going to be no choice but for Evo to end up owning Paradynamics. The merger. 
that must have been what and then boss just stops talking and she looks at she looks at Mary Sue see if she recognizes what she's talking about does Mary Sue recognize that did Dolores say enough didn't she have like a long conversation with you and she did but I don't think she gave me like lots of names she just alluded to but I didn't Doris, keep names Doris your old human resources manager before Doris I, I'm sorry went crazy made a mention i believe if my real life memory check works out to mary sue in confidence alone in her office but in confidence but boss was uh, outside eavesdropping she was and i don't think it ever came up that annika boss knew anything about it until just this dramatic moment no boss had told everybody else but mary sue was not in the coffee shop when she did it Nope, she was taking me home. Nope. And mm-hmm. then Boss tried to test Mary Sue by trying to get her to say something, and Mary Sue never said, so Boss labeled her as a liar. Yep. Wow. God, it's all come down to this moment. So, I will apologize to all of you, but this was all part of the prologue that I probably have up on Patreon by now, hopefully. Well, if they're on Patreon, they get to get caught up, and this is all wonderful. It all makes sense. It is. So, to to bring back into it, Scrapper just dropped the bomb that Evo is taking over your company, and Annika just mentioned the merger. Which she should not know about. So, yeah, Mary Sue will look kind of a little bewildered look at Boss, like, what? But she'll recover, she'll look back at Scrapper. Okay, so, again, Scrapper, you're proving you know more than us. Now, you were all, let's say, victims in this little exchange by powers that go on behind the scenes. And I'm sorry for that. In my younger days, I did some of that stuff myself. Which is where this person I know comes into play. She will ask a cost of you to do this favor to make this all go away. So I give you the option. Do you want to meet? What do you mean by all go away? Yeah, like, our, we get our lives back. He'll pause for a moment and kind of look down. The person, M, that I used to work with and for is a very powerful and influential person. I don't know how she is going to fix this. She has her ways, and she knows people, and these people can do any number of things. And he'll look over towards Richard. Might even be able to find this Howard for you. Hmm. Well, that's very interesting. That's water under the bridge at this point. Let's focus on getting ourselves out. Let's put him in water under the bridge. You see, you have us at a bit of a disadvantage, Scrapper. You know we're in a bad situation, so painting this as if it's really an option for us and not just something we have to do, I don't know. You could try to fight it out in the courts. Try to proclaim your innocence for murdering an Evo executive. What? Wait, what? Oh. What, the vampire? Oh, oh, oh. oh no. He'll nod. Boss just starts rubbing her face again, a little more vigorously this time. Yeah, Mary Sue is just shoulder slumped, head yeah. down, dejected. I think technically, and I'm going to point toward Bob, uh, toward Boz, Boz delivered the fatal blow. So just, we're all aware of that, right? I just want that to be... Noted. Yes. Okay, just check. RC, I hope you die in a fire. Well, you know what? That's that's not very mature of you. You know, that's that's yeah, that's well. how you feel right now. 
All right, so let's let's put this the way it is. We don't really have much of a choice, but you're giving us a chance out of this, and I don't know what else we can do. I mean, I'm up for it if everyone else is. I'm, I'm in. I I have no choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. My only other option is to be, you know, on a fucking slab in some dissection experiment. We're not gonna let that happen. Dragon slab. I don't think that works very well. I mean, I kind of proved that it doesn't. I do this out of no malice. I'm giving you an option in a place where you don't normally have options. What you will be asked to do will certainly be illegal. You will have to break the law to get this mess. And he'll kind of motion to Michael's outfit to get this mess behind you. You're going to need to do some things. So to cover up crimes, we do more crimes. And he'll nod. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but that's the way the world tends to work. People with money and power get what they want. And usually, when things seem out of reach, they hire shadow runners to do it. Let's just be clear, though. What kind of crimes are we are we talking about here? I don't think... I mean, you know our background. I don't think you get the impression you've hired a crew of murderers here, right? To be fair... The one thing I know you have done illegally is murder. That was a vampire, and he was trying to kill us. That was self-defense. He was really only trying to kill one of us. Yeah, I mean, that's that's enough enough for me. It felt like he tripped, fell, and landed on her neck. (laughs) He'll laugh. (laughs) Look, we'll meet with this person, and we'll figure out what's up. At least, if everyone's on the same page. I don't think we got much other choice, honestly. It's either that or you guys follow me out to the woods like I suggested before, but it wasn't a real popular idea at the time. I don't think it's changed. No, I'd rather work for him, honestly. I mean, and that said a lot. I'm not going to the woods. I'm not going to help you rebuild society in some type of weird tree-based enclave. When, 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 when can we meet this, this person that can fix everything? His eyes, for the first time in the conversation, will get that AR glaze over them. And it'll sit that way for like 10, 15 seconds before he kind of comes back tomorrow night. He'll shift his weight, reach into one of his pockets, pull out a cred stick and toss it on the, the table. Take that, get a hotel room, get some nice clothes, get cleaned up. Let me know which hotel. I will be by to pick you up at 7 p.m. That should be after sundown. He'll go off in the AR for a second. Yeah. Questions. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go get the cred stick and check how much Nugent's on it. 5,000 Nugent. I know everybody, there's 1,000 Nugent on this uh, cred stick. <laughs> I remember this. It's 5,000 Nugent on this cred stick, you guys. 5,000. That's 5,000. Zero, zero, zero. Boss stands up and kind of like motions towards the door as it should start get going. And she looks towards Scrapper and says, I guess I guess we owe you a thanks. He holds up his hand to, to kind of wave it off. Let's see how tomorrow night goes. Boss still sort of looks like she has some reservations, but she nods, you know, respectfully and heads outside towards the van. You know, I gotta say, I, I, I did not think this meeting would go well, but it, it all worked out. I think this went well. I definitely didn't think we were getting paid right now. I, I said that in front of Scrapper, by the way. He's being stoic right now, seeing what everybody else is doing, really taking the read of you guys. All right, well, let's uh, let's head to the hotel, and I guess uh, 
chillax, as the kids say. Is that what the kids say? I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're, on, you're on the internet with the kids. This is something you would know, right? Don't look at me like, don't, don't give me that face. Give me a face. I'm going to push RC out the door. And once they're outside, Boss sort of says offhandedly to Valerie, so I guess Coffin Hotel works okay for you. That's <laughs> 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 pretty good, Bob. <laughs> I like your sense of humor. You're coming around. <laughs> what? What what would I do to like not be able to control my strength to just like push Boz really hard into like a door <laughs> frame or something? So Boss Boss gets nudged and she sort of chuckles. Scrapper will get up to, to kind of follow the last of you out and he'll stand there in the doorway at seven PM. Let me know what hotel. Okay, so Mayor Sue will uh, extend a hand again to shake it. He'll shake it. A little bit more, uh, firmly is the wrong word, but a little bit more, like, respectfully. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. But it is now time for the legal stuff. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.